How are you? I didn't see you there. Well, geez, they'll let anyone in here. Oh, there he is now. Huh? Yeah. Well, that was the break over with. Um, that was well needed. You know, sometimes you need to get the uh, the old batteries recharged and revamped, and you know, it's just uh, it's good to be back. I haven't seen you all in so long, uh, and I won't be seeing you for another nine weeks or six weeks or whatever they said. Uh, but you know, I I think, I think if we're guaranteed a nice healthy summer, because we're not going away anywhere. I don't I don't think we're really heading anywhere. You know, beyond the island of. Of Ireland but if they can say listen lads you've been super but I need a little more I need that extra 10% that Tom Brady 110% from you right now in the lockdown and they say listen six weeks that's some hefty numbers as Matthew McConaughey would say you gotta bump those numbers up they're rookie numbers well not anymore and if they said, yeah, listen, you know, six weeks, hard graft, stay at home, buy some ASOS, you know, swimwear and all that, and start getting in shape for the summer, because you're going to be able to have one. And if you could tell us straight up, you're going to have a summer, guaranteed, if you put in the work now. And then I, th- I think the the entire country would kind of say, all right. But you better not be going back in your word. And of course they probably have the fucking fingers twisted behind the back. Crossed behind the back. And say, oh well you know. You can forget about the takeaway points. You can forget about it. Ah fucking Tony and me and the boys. But. In all of this. With the break. I feel so much more. Motivated to do. Um, the podcast. And to get the episodes back out to the people. And stop posting. Start posting on. Instagram page again so it's good to be back uh, we've got a whole slew a whole slew of topics to be uh, to be talking about today and by me I of course mean me myself and I great trio and only me and it'll you know realistically it'll be that way and hopefully in six weeks time I can get people back in here because I really want to speak to people I really want to speak to people and at this point at this point I'll be taking anybody I'll be taking anybody in just anybody. I feel like I've listened to too many Tony Cantwell shit show podcasts, and now I'm I've started to, uh, you know, subconsciously try and uh, mimic that, which I don't and I can't do, because uh, he's a grown man and I'm only twenty one years of age. But I, I'm really I'm really excited. I'm really really excited to get back on track with the old with the old episodes because it gives me something to do. And, you know, it puts my mind at ease and I can have 20, 30, maybe less minutes of just, you know, chilling out and not worrying about college. Speaking of, if you were wondering, which I'm sure you weren't because you're probably worried about your own uh, college work and what have you and your job and whatnot. um, It's going terribly. It's going really, really badly. Yeah. Uh, And I think last week, week just gone by. Um was maybe the worst week I've ever had in college. Uh, Work-wise, I had to put my nose to the grindstone and fucking chalk out a few results. 
some good, some not so good. Um, backs up against the wall. And you might be saying, Jesus, James, it's a bit early to be doing that. And I say, yeah, it is, because I have a, a placement in about a month's time. Two months' time. Two months' time. And that's the reason why they're getting all the work thrown at you, you know, straight out the gate and stuff like that. And uh, exams are going to be in less than a month. So that's that's me. Um, so, yeah, it feels good. And you would think that uh, in this uh, strange, strange time that you could just... Uh, get your placement which you can't nobody's getting placement as i said on the one i did weeks ago three weeks ago two weeks ago however long it was um that nobody's hiring and nobody's paying and uh i finally get one because uh, when it rains it fucking pours apparently i don't only get a response from one i get a response from two two places that i've really um uh really liked and stuff like that um that are good uh that would probably suit me and you know i think that i i really hit the jackpot at this point that i could you know do both of them it's not unheard of that they'll uh that they'll be able to half and half it if you can agree with them and i could charm the pants off them i could i could charm the pants off them and say listen will you take me this amount of time and they'd be like yeah sure james do whatever and then i'd be like hey listen other people could i do this amount of time you know straight after maybe give me a week in between of the two places to just give me a break or so and they'd be like yeah man just fucking get in there no problem and i'd be like yeah thanks thanks um and i sorted it all out uh with interviews stuff like that and it was all going swimmingly and i thought i was fucking in the clear until who else but the college my college that i'm meant to be a student of then paying full fees for like everybody is for their college um come in and say after i construct a fantastically worded email okay okay there were presidential speeches that weren't as coherent as this email and i wrote it perfectly it wasn't too bad it wasn't too pushy but it was stern enough to be like, I've done it. Without any help from them, I'll I'll admit. And, you know, they, they don't have any kind of frame of reference who these two places are. And it's all going perfect. I'm saying, oh, listen, can I do two placements? Because uh, I hadn't agreed to eat any of them yet because I wanted to, you know, see how the college were. And I was expecting... to them to be like yeah fuck it sure you got two places fucking golden star for you my guy some people don't have anything at the moment which is true and i feel really sorry for those people because it's an absolute nightmare to get it and the process of getting getting told that you can't do it is an absolute fucking pain in the hole and it breaks your ego down like it did in the last episode and you know listen to that if you want to get an in-depth version excuse me of my emotions and you know how you get through that and my opinions on the whole thing but I go in, I go in, I send the email away. Email sent to the placements officer who's meant to be, you know, helping you in this matter. Hasn't helped me a fucking thing during the year. They don't have a clue. And then I remember asking uh, my dad, who's been in business quite a, quite a while now. And I say, hey, like, these people don't seem to really know their shit. And I was like, well, what did you expect? It's like, well, they're running the placement things. Like, yeah, but they haven't actually been in business for forever. It's like, how old is this uh, person that uh, is running? It was like, I don't know. She's like, 
50s 60s and he goes yeah well she's she probably doesn't have really a lay of the land she probably has her connections that she sends people off to and relies on that and if you don't fit the criteria for those people you're fucking goosed uh but and i was like oh well i just sent this email you know what do you think will happen and he was like ah fuck it you'll be fine you know they'll return it'll be fine uh, you can see where this is going. They obviously came back and said, no, this is not fine. And I go, okay, why? And I didn't get a response. A day went by. I'm stressing out. Alarm bells are on. Red siren going around. Wee woo, wee woo. You ain't going to get a placement and you're going to fail the year. And it's not because you can't do anything about it. It's because the college has said no and you can't do anything to sway their judgment. I was like, well, like, why aren't they, you know, why aren't they responding? I get a call on my phone, my own phone, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is, like, one of the companies, because I've given them my CV and stuff, and I was like, oh, shit, I've, I've, like, I've strung them around a little bit here, and they're, like, asking what the fucking story is. I answer, it's the college officer, the placements officer, who didn't write an email, uh, instead decided to call me and to some of you you might think uh you know that's you know that's quite courteous i was like yeah it is courteous but uh she didn't take the time to construct an email yet she took the time to call me strange very strange and i answer i go hello james cronin here because i thought it was a company and i was trying to be as polite as possible and she goes Oh, James, hello. That's a very good way to answer your phone. You know, not many people go the extra distance. I'm like, okay, grand. I've put you on the fucking good step here. You know, I've treated you with uh, some courtesy. And uh, I'm on the on the easy street, you know, rolling on the gravy train. And she's saying, now, listen, James, I know you've gotten these two places. It's like, congratulations. I was like, thank you. You can't go to both of them. I'm like, why? Their answer was... If one of them pull out of the deal, uh, then, you know, you, you will be left with only half your allotted time and you can't complete it and, you know, pass your college year. Which I said, yeah, I understand that. But don't they have to sign a contract regardless of any other year? And they said, well, yes, they do. And I said, because this isn't, this isn't like a new thing. Many people have done it before that... Uh, they've done two placements and they've been fine and they both you know both agencies or firms or businesses have to um, you know they have to sign the contract and you know agree to take you on and therefore I also have to be obliged to go in now that the contract is good on my end as well so I said well don't they have to both sign the contract so they can't pull out of it and they said yes but COVID that was literally it. It was like, yeah, but, you know, COVID is, is different. I was like, I don't think COVID has anything to do with the signing of the, the, the contracts here. And she goes, listen, the answer is no. And now it's getting petulant. And it's getting actually quite annoying. Because I've actually completely... You see, I fucking read that Jordan Peterson book. I've been listening to so many interviews of him. I had the chess match of my life in my mind in this argument going at her. And I fucking boxed her in like a fish. The king and queen are going down. And you're fucking checkmate in four moves regardless. But then she pulls the rug completely out. 
like she is a child and goes well like I'm a child and she's like a grown up uh, which I suppose in her mind is probably the way it works even though I'm not and she says listen it's not happening regardless you can't bend this to your way it's not happening and I sit there and I ponder the idea and I I, I spoke my mind I said that's that is a killer that they are the exact words that I said to her and she was completely silent I said that is a killer you haven't given me any real reason why you know if they back out they can't because they've signed the contract they would have told me no already if they were worried about it in the first place and I told them but they're all virtual anyways at the moment what's the problem and they said well they could be going you know back into the office I said fucking happy days then I'll be able to go into the office I said yeah but they could also you know go out of the office and back to uh virtual I was like did they do that the last two lockdowns and she didn't have an answer and I told her no they didn't uh you know, very few companies have been doing that in between. They've just rode the wave out of doing it at home like college have. And she, she couldn't wrap it around her fucking thick skull that this was a perfect situation and she is being the problem. And because they didn't have a hand in any of this being set up, I'm, I'm blowing smoke up my own chimney here. But it was hard graft to get it. I had very little connection with any of these people. I had to try and get my placement. I got two of them and they said no. And they wonder why people are dropping out at a rate of knots and refusing to pay their fees. That's my two cents on it. I think it's all worked out now. I'm not sure. It's very stressful. I'm getting actually a little bit anxious just thinking about it now. Uh... But that was one of those background activities that was going on while I had to be doing assignments. So I was fucking, I was like, man on a wire. You know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's fucking on edge all week. And I don't know what the story will be in the coming weeks if it gets completely fucked out of it. Or if it'll work out and, you know, I have to make sure that I don't burn bridges with either place and... Um, they didn't give me a proper reason why. So, that's my two cents on that. That's my rant. That's my opening rant, like Tony Cantwell would do. But now I'm going to talk about, not an issue, but a topic of conversation that could get me in a little bit of trouble. And these are all fresh thoughts. They're always off the cuff. I very, very rarely prepare stuff when I'm doing these single podcasts one-to-one. It's genuine. You like it. Only fans. I can't wrap my head around the concept and I can't wrap my head around how so much money gets pumped into it. And you might be asking, well, James, you know, you said a little bit about it before. How is it coming up now? You know, what what has stirred that little soup pot in your mind that you call a brain to think of this again? Well, good question. It was the recent tweet by one Neve O'Connor, also known as Nevo, on Twitter and Instagram. And this is an attack on her. It's not about that. Hashtag believe women and all that and, you know, respect women. Uh, it is the fact that she posted her earnings for the month of January and February. 
And if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen the fucking cash money she is making on the monthly, on the monthly, you will, your jaw will probably need a fucking ice pack by how hard it hits the floor. 62 grand and over. That's how much she made on OnlyFans. 62 grand. That isn't including, because she's pretty big on Instagram, that isn't even including all of the sponsorships she does on Instagram. It's not even including, like, like and I don't think OnlyFans does tax. I don't think it ever did that. So that's a little concerning, actually. But that that's not, like, that's probably her main source of income, but it's not accounting for a, probably another quarter of what she's actually making she's she's making money honestly i can't see the attraction i don't know how she has gotten that much money i'm pretty sure she's in the 0.06 percent of only fans that's which is impressive but i hear almost every day when somebody talks about uh, only fans that they are said person is also in the top zero something percent so there is obviously a huge network of people on this site that are producing content and you know Neve O'Connor or O'Connor fucking hats off to you uh making that money uh then it comes uh, you know then it's you sort you watch the or listen to the listen to watch the fucking read the comments on the tweet and said oh you can keep your money but it'll be gone in a certain amount of time in a year so when you blow it all away and you know, your age and what have you, and you'll fucking fall to the wayside, and you know, you'll have nothing but your shame, your shame, and no money, and you'll regret your life decisions. Um, you don't lose 62 grand, uh, unless you've got a serious problem with either drinking drugs or betting for that matter. But if literally, if you steer clear of all of that, uh, I'm pretty sure, and if it continues in this matter, I'm pretty sure she'll be fine. I'm pretty sure she'll be okay. The biggest regret uh, for her, if I'm honest, is the fucking, and, you know, no disrespect, no disrespect, she's making the money, but the teeth, the front teeth, big, very big, not natural, not natural teeth, it's those the um, veneers where they shave your teeth down and you know they you know i think people do it in greece or turkey or somewhere to get it done especially by dentists because i don't think it's done anywhere else um actually business idea first veneer place in dublin to do it i mean get on it i've given you a free idea whoever is listening out there fucking get on it she's made that much amount of money yet she has ridiculously phosphorescent teeth like ross in that one episode of friends where the other one has the blue light and she has all the fucking freaky pictures and then he gets his teeth widened and he smiles and you know it's the you know it's big and bright it's very funny uh again hats off to her 62 grand 60 62 grand 62 grand how much you know what and she is probably you know, lockdown has probably been the best thing for her. There's probably lonely, 
lonely men that have needs, like us all, and women, and women that have needs, I don't judge, that will be clicking onto it. And the great thing, this is, this is what gets me for the OnlyFans. It's the curiosity of it. Because you don't get to view any pictures. Because if you're able to view it, you know, why would you pay? It's the curiosity that kills the cat. It's the curiosity that kills the cunt that is far too horny. And they say, listen, fucking five euro. Pocket change. I'll give that over. I'll look at the content. And, you know, you'll probably realise, like, oh... This is this tickles my fancy, and you've after just spending money, uh, on, on that on on illicit content, adult content, and then you know I assume the progression is because you can do requests on OnlyFans as well, and I assume that she's making dollar fucking bills off of all those requests and stuff like that, and I'm sure, and I'm sure there are some outlandish requests and you don't make 62 grand a month and I think she would agree with me here you don't make 62 grand a month for denying requests that means you're the bottom dollar bitch making the money you are making the fucking money and you know well you know I kind of prefer the idea of OnlyFans because it's not i you have to pay for it yes that's a that's a big no no for a lot of people but if you were to look a little further beyond that you know it's kind of cutting out the middleman when it comes to uh the adult film industry because if you know so many times you hear of people you know, oh, you can make so much money if you just do a little bit of porn, just a little bit of porn, or, you know, just some light, easy stuff, and then, you know, fucking God knows what you get into after that, and you go down the rabbit hole. And what happens usually in those situations, and I think this has kind of fallen to the wayside now, and people are starting to cop on, but... Now that now that they're kind of in the adult film industry and they've kind of committed to it it's the agents and it's the directors and it's the film company that are all taking a piece of the pie until they've got the big best piece with all the fucking whipped cream and cherries on top and you just got enough to kind of get you by and you know excuse me it's probably better than a normal nine to five job which i understand especially if you yeah, especially if it's not, and you know, if your other option is flipping burgers in McDonald's, and I've seen what they get paid in the states and stuff like that for, you know, remedial work and you know, no tip, uh, type of shit. It's terrible, terrible. But in Ireland, you know, you have to, you know, a lot of people get paid the minimum wage and above. You know, that's just the culture we live in, and. There's probably less, I would say, less of a desire to get into the likes of OnlyFans because you can make it decent money in a 9-to-5 job if you're in the right place and, you know, just part-time you could get a good job. But, like, fuck it. If you assess your situation and you say, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be particularly good at business. I don't like school. I don't want to go to college, which is fine. 
plenty of people I did a whole podcast on why you shouldn't and it's not for everybody college and you're thinking ah, I don't really care or want to go into a part-time job where I'm just a little pawn in a bigger set of chess here um many a chess uh analogy coming out tonight which I like and you know your next your next move if you're a woman you know it's mostly women on OnlyFans you turn around and say fuck it I'm going to and it's so much more it is so much more um accepted nowadays to do this and I wouldn't to be honest I'm, I'm a little old-fashioned if you pose the question to me James would you be okay with your girlfriend doing OnlyFans? I'd have to assess the situation. If it was my girlfriend is making 62 fucking grand off of strangers doing that shit. And anybody can just have, you know, their little piece of the pie. Uh, I would say, um, yes, I will be the stay-at-home dad. I'm the one holding the fucking camera when the balloon is going somewhere. Um, you know, I'm wearing the dress and cooking her favorite meal every day damn night uh if you were to turn around and say oh she's making 115 euro uh and also sorry rewind and also i would probably be under the impression that she's just doing OnlyFans to get the bag and dipping out and you know she she has, has actual feelings for me and therefore you know i feel validated but you have to be quite headstrong for that shit you know men get jealous very quickly i'm I'm privy to a bit of that myself. Uh, but fast forward, if they were making 115 quid a month, uh, I would probably be like, yeah, that's, you know, that ain't for me. If you're successful in your field, you know, go for it. But if you're just selling and you're not getting much uh, traction off of it, uh, like I'm sure many people do and then yeah, it's a problem after the words because that shit I know it's so old fashioned but it's so true that once it is out there on the internet it is anyone can find it it's you know you can make it as hard as possible in your mind for somebody to not find a picture or a comment or something like that and and that folds into cancel culture and stuff like that of digging up bones from the past and you know people grow and all that but yeah many many different uh things to take into account if i was to uh get in get into bed with somebody who does only fans um and again with only fans you know you're cutting the, you're cutting out the middleman you're cutting out the virtual online pimp that is agencies of porn and stuff like that that are taking money and sending you out there and say you ain't making your money you making my money i don't know why i did that in that accent uh if you were to say listen you aren't going out there to make your money you're going out there to make my money you're going out there to make the agency's money you know that's that's kind of uh, pimpish that's a little pimpish and it's a little you know kind of i own you type of thing and i'm sure it's a pretty toxic relationship to get into in general uh when it comes to porn so why don't you just go to OnlyFans and you know make all that bank for yourself you know total revenue uh 
I kind of came into this with the idea that I was going to slate OnlyFans a little bit, but the more and <laughs> the more and more I think about it, it's just it's becoming a more viable option by the by the second. This is my this is my life goal, okay? OnlyFans, I make a new version. Only mans. Only mans and it is nothing to do with sexuality. It is just man shit. It is just a uh, a good a good stay-at-home dad that's throwing a baseball to his son or a man who is balancing a checkbook so that his son can go and do a bit of college work you know or fixing a car or um caring for somebody it is nothing sexual only man's man's with an m and it's just wholesome manly content I think that there is a huge market for that. Uh, and again, I've been giving out ideas all day. I could be the co-owner of the first veneer and only man's Dublin. Keep the keep the eyes peeled. <laughs> uh, and if, you know, when I start to get a bit of traction about that, I go into Love Island. Complete twist. Complete twist. I go into Love Island and I've thought about this for so long. As soon as you get on, you get the blue tick, you get the followers, more people jump on. The only mans and the veneers. I have to come up with a funny name for the veneer place now. The dental place. The the uh, I'll think of it later. But you get the following, you get the brand deals, what have you. You know, you know you're gonna grow into a kind of Sun and Herald star overnight, but I'm not going to get into shape. In fact, I might even get into worse shape. And I'm going to rock in there. And you know when all the people are lined up. And they're like, ooh, I'm attracted to this guy. Or if it's the guys, you know, they step forward. It's like, ooh, I'm attracted to her, you know. Let me step forward. And then they choose and stuff like that. I'm going to step forward. Constantly. Because the numbers won't shape up. And eventually I will, you know, be paired with somebody. And then I'll whittle them down. And I know the the first chance they'll get. They'll fucking jump out. Of the relationship and all that. But then you know the new women will come in. And they'll see me and they'll be like. Oh you know he's my ticket to get to the final. And although they're leeching off of me. As a core contestant. I'm getting further into the competition. And I'm. So. So unbelievably out of my league. Because I have no plastic surgery. I don't have any muscles. I don't have any veneered teeth. I never even got my teeth whitened. But I'm going to be the people's champ of Love Island. I'm going to be the people's champ of Love Island. They're going to say, Oh, James and Karen, you know, you you didn't do anything. You hate each other and, you know, none of you want to be in this relationship. And I would nod and I would say, Yep, yep, absolutely. And then they look to the left like, Josh and Sophie... You love each other very much. It's like, yeah, we really do. And uh, I'd, I'd really like to see her again. And that would be great. And, you know, fucking Sophie would be from Geordie and be like, ah, oh, yeah, I'd like to go and see him. And I love this. And I love him. And I'd love to go further in the competition. And Sophie and Josh would get fucked off. And they'd be like, ah, oh, no, you fucking dickhead. And uh, I would sail on into the final because the people would be like, this guy's just here for the fucking crack. He's just there to make his money and go, Kind of like Neve O'Connor. Now, didn't that wrap into a nice little bow? And then, when it's all over, and maybe I get kicked out around before the final, 
and people are people are a little you know they're a little annoyed that i didn't take it all the way it was kind of like the x factor where you wish especially when mary byrne was on where <laughs> where they just had to keep somebody a little shitter in so that she could get further because she's always staying in ahead of the worst person and even if i'm the worst person there just has to be somebody unlikable behind me uh that i can kind of sail off of so if there's a few of them and it's love island so they're probably just insufferable people i can just ride off the coattails of them to get me further and further and when the fame is gone when the money is spent when i'm aging decrepit and lonely i will make the greatest move my dream job go to las vegas and become an elvis impersonator not just an elvis impersonator possibly the best elvis impersonator you have ever seen i would be and i would say i would be like the only fans of elvis and only mans would be sold to steve jobs or something that comes back from the grave and i would be like hey you know i was you know i was on love island and say who the fuck are you and they'd walk off and be like oh okay oh and <laughs> and i would do children's birthdays i would do concerts i would go to the old folks home i would take every single request like neve o'connor and only fans that's how you make the bag you don't deny any kind of request you go all in you gotta go deep in the cut to make that bag now i think that's a nice place to end it's going to be up on the instagram it's going to be up on spotify i'm going to be sending out a nice little uh we're back type uh, story so everybody get on it if you really like uh you know there's no patreon and there won't be because we don't have enough uh people following but and there won't ever because i don't expect money out of this but if you could do me a favor and you've hung into the end of this give it a little share give it a little share on the instagram it really helps me i want to get as much people listening in on my terrible opinions and you know if you have a an idea for only mans and uh, my love island uh, career go for it next week sorry next week it'll all be about the ladies it'll all be about how i james crown i'm going to be your guru it won't be any paper it won't be any website it'll be my own design of how you can pick up any woman anytime anywhere so stay tuned for next week's episode i hope you enjoyed this week's one See you later. Good to be back. Bye-bye.